Julia Hampton and Julia E. Hampton CPAPC have been your trusted sources for local tax preparation, payroll, and business services for more than 20 years. Do you have a tax strategy heading into 2019? You should. Well, unless you like being in trouble. Do you like being in trouble, Jason? Uh, no, but I'm remarkably good at it, regardless of whether I have a tax strategy or not. Well, look, if you have a bad tax strategy or no tax strategy at all, there's one person in town that can help you, and that's Julia Hampton. Call her today. She's right in the heart of downtown. Call her at 816-554-0394. Hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury, and as always, I'm joined by a man who is way better than 50 games under 500. Throw it's Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to Lee Summit. I, it, I don't know why you got to do that to me, man. I love my royals, but why do you got to remind me of how bad they are? They are very bad. But thank you for saying I'm not having that kind of season. You are at worst like 35, 36 games under 500. You are nowhere near 50 games under 500, Nick Parker. <laughs> Thanks, man. You are so very welcome. Link to Lee Summit, of course is the source for all the news you need about this very fine city, including, apparently, high school football news. Today's unofficial sponsor is Pedantry. Because if it's the last refuge of scoundrels, what does it say about a guy like me who uses it first? You know, you keep rewriting these intros every week. And I feel like sometimes your goal is dead air at the end. Because <laughs> I got nothing, man. You know, let me, let me argue with the, the basis behind your question or your, your comment on that because I'm not sure that you're operating under the right assumptions here. No, I am. Oh. Quit being so pedantic. Oh, that's the worst. All right. Did we get we a got, drum roll for that? I mean, any kind of no. little... Uh, well, you're the man with the sound effects over there, so you're going to have to do that unless you want me to, you know, yeah. on my desk, and that's not great. I got nothing. Hey, Jason, you mentioned yes, it just a second ago. We are going to be the place for high school football. Actually, I'm going to send you to the place because I've got a new little group project I'm working on, Varsity Kansas City. It's a whole new podcast. If you're excited about high school football, I'm hoping this is going to be the podcast, the show for you. Check out the new Varsity Kansas City podcast starting tomorrow. There's new episodes every Thursday. We're going to try to get everybody around the suburban area ready for the 2018 season. I just want to keep in mind that all of these subsequent Link to Lee Summit podcasts are so much building on the shoulders of this giant. Well, actually, let me tell you, because you did. You set an example of who can I convince to help me without actually paying them money. There you go. And honestly, you go, look, listen to this other podcast. You can't do worse than Jason and I. So let's do it. Listen, bring it. listen, there is an entire business model built on setting the bar low. I, honestly, there's an entire marriage model built <laughs> on setting the bar low. And you and I have mastered that particular task. Hey, let's, so I want to I wanna say one more thing about that. This is uh, this, this podcast, this Bar City Kansas City thing, it, 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 it's pretty cool. I've partnered up with several sports writers and, and one former sports writer from around the area. Um, you're going to see – Someone from the Courier Tribune up north, the Platte County Citizen, Jackson County Advocate, a former Examiner writer. We're even going to have, you know, Fred Liggett 
Lisa Tribune. He's coming over and helping out. So it's a good little team. We're, we're covering all the Suburban Conference schools, including a few others outside of the conference, like our two other local ones here, St. Michael and Summit Christian Academy. So it'll be fun. There you go. And really, America loves football, so you can't go wrong. We get a little football coverage at the local high school level right here, Link to Lee Summit. So that's awesome. All right. Uh, we've got – there's a little bit of stuff happening around us before we get into everybody's favorite soap opera. Uh, this week is the last fourth Friday of the season, uh, so be sure to come down on fourth Friday for all the fun and events. There's some stuff going at uh, Got Art Gallery. There's a uh, the typical amounts of art and – exposure stuff and the last music in the park I think is this weekend so all of that stuff is happening um, it's our last one of those so make sure you get downtown this weekend and then uh, on Friday night on Saturday is the fall open house this weekend so spend your weekend downtown folks I suspect there will be a, a, an appearance of pumpkin spice somewhere downtown this weekend bold statement cotton I'm right there. I'm going to say that out loud. Pumpkin spice is coming. And honestly, if I've just thrown like whistle stuff under the bus, they should have been prepared. <laughs> hey, look, I wonder if that's going to like increase leadership or leadership. Eh, wrong word. Listenership. If I'll increase listenership just by saying pumpkin spice. It's possible. Maybe you should make that the, uh, the episode title. Episode 74. Pumpkin Spice. I'll do that. Actually, throughout the entire months of September and October, we are going to say Pumpkin Spice at least twice. And let's see if, see if that works. All right. That's our, that's our new marketing plan. <laughs> that, is, that is high quality stuff. You heard it here first, folks. I'm going to move on to something even more exciting, some news out of City Hall. Uh, now through October 5th is their minor home repair program. This is actually kind of – you know we, this is kind of a cool deal, Jason. So if, if you are a qualified applicant, which is based on income, you can get up to $10,000 from the city for some minor home repairs. It is a very cool process. Uh, a lot of people have done uh, good with that in the past. Uh, there's, there's plenty of money. It comes through a federal grant process. And you can go to our uh, webpage or in the show notes for the link to the city, um, or you can take your life into your own hands and try to explore on the city's website to find that information yourself uh, since they haven't gotten that new website up yet uh, to do that, to look into that program to see if you have some minor home repair up to $10,000, you may be able to get the city to help you pay for it. In other news, Lisa McChamber has a new president. He started last week. Dr. Blake Fry has now settled into the chair and he is running the show at the chamber. It's true, and as we do, we will make an effort to, uh, after at some point here in the relatively near future, try to get Dr. Fry on to talk about what he sees as the direction of the chamber, and, and maybe we can catch him before Oktoberfest or something of that nature this year to get him on to, to chatter about that. I always like them to have time to meet like five people before I start bugging them. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, he, had a, he was at a public event a lot long ago, so there's at least five there. Go for okay, it. Okay, it's time. Jason, All right. now the most important part of the show, the taco review board. Tacos. Actually, I buried it right in the middle because I'm hoping, you know, that maybe we'll keep people listening while we talk about tacos. Here's my summation. We went to Sabor Latin American food. Here we go. Are you ready? Tacos, good. I will return. I, that, is a, that is a fine five-word summary. Um, 
of the place. It was very good. It's not just Mexican food. It also uh, has a lot of Central American foods on the menu. We, as is our want, since we are the taco review board, we review tacos. Now, we took both of our families with us to the taco review board session it, this evening. It was, a, it was a two-clan dinner. It was a two-clan dinner. It was an excellent time. was had by all. But that broadened our capacities to try a record number of taco types uh, for the I, evening. I, I had five tacos. We ate a lot of tacos. <laughs> we ate a lot of tacos. And let's say this, tacos are good. My personal favorite, uh, and this goes to show, so uh, you and I ordered, we had, uh, I believe we had some carnitas and carne asada. My son chipped in a, uh, a chicken, pollo taco. Uh, and we, so we split those amongst ourselves. And then our wives were kind enough to grant us each access. Bonus tacos. To bonus tacos, a little share of their bit. And I got to say, and this is, comes to no surprise who knows people who know me and Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Jason Norbury, she made a wider, an even better choice than I did. She got the tilapia tacos, and they were tremendous. Well, and Mrs. Link to Lee Summit, she said, well, we need to stay on brand. So she ordered the fried tacos, put one of those on my plate. Yeah, I, that, that really, here's the deal. What made that the best taco of the bunch that I ate wasn't necessarily the meat wasn't necessarily the salsa any other stuff it was the tortilla that shell that tortilla was amazing it looked really good I did not get to have that one but not overly fried you know it was just a little little bit crunchy a little chewy in some parts perfect Mm -hmm. it's done it looked very good and it came so anyway all of those tacos were good and we will go on a non-taco review board time to go back. And really, I've, there's a whole page on that menu. I could just go open it up and go, just point at something and bring it to me. Right. Okay. And I would be I'm a really happy person. We're going to be done with tacos for the night because really, I mean, that was just about us. So let's move on, Jason. It's time for our favorite soap opera. As the council turns. There's really no drama. Uh, there's just a few things. I kind of want to run through a few things that are on the agenda for this upcoming week um, that kind of stood out to me. And I want to get a little bit of a feel, Jason, for your reaction to, to one of these. And this first one that I'm going to bring up, um, there is an ordinance to be discussed limiting public commentary at the beginning. Now, there is a... Sentence- I will not have my voice suppressed by the man. <laughs> You know, I thought maybe you weren't going to go there. Right now, currently as it sits, there is a suggestion on the agenda that, that this the whole process of public comments not last more than 10 minutes. What's, what's going to be discussed this week is an actual ordinance limiting people to only three minutes apiece, up to three minutes apiece, and, and you have to fill out a form before the, start, before the meeting's called to order, and that way... They know who's talking. They know how much time they're going to give each person. Jason, this is largely, I think, a reaction to one person, to one resident who continues to address the council every week. Her comments really aren't pertinent to city business. Um, everybody has everybody has the right to make issues their own, to, to care about what they care about. This is, I think, a reaction to that person. This is also probably largely housekeeping, so it's just kind of a time management issue. 
The one thing I maybe worry about, and I'm interested to hear the discussion on the dais on this, is that this could lead to, I don't want to use the word infringing, but it's the only word I can think of right now, infringing on the people's right to speak to the council. And that is the one thing that worries me a little bit. So I'm waiting. I want to hear what the council has to say. I believe the phrase you were looking for, Nick, was you having your inalienable rights trod upon by the jackbooted thuggery of the government. No, that's not the words I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there is this argument here. So there, there is a balance. I, I don't like the slippery slope language because right. there aren't a lot of real slippery slopes. I mean, let's be honest. That language but, but, is reserved for bad campaigns. Right. There, there, is, there is something to be said here about a balance between effective management of a meeting, which, um, you know, not having meetings run till 1145 and midnight at night is as important to the public being able to keep track of it as having the ability to get up and speak in front of the city council on a regular basis. Well, and let's, let, let's be clear here. I am all in favor of better time management at our city council meetings. And I think things can be done to take us maybe from five hours to three hours, maybe eventually we'll get down to hour and a half. That'd be, that'd be around perfect for me, but I'm not going to ask that much yet. I, I, I certainly, I, I don't disagree. Um, and, and you think back to a lot of the conversations surrounding the council's ethics uh, policy and ethics uh, charter amendments and what have you that they tried to put in place. A lot of the, as we discussed on a regular basis, what we perceived as the the teeth or the effectiveness of the ethics policy was gutted because council members expressed concern that their First Amendment rights to say what they needed to say were being infringed upon or could be infringed upon through this ethics policy. And, and they rendered the ethics policy largely a please be nice to one another guideline. Um, and here we are not now different council, different mayor, different processes, but we are just a few months later after that. And we are, I think, inarguably limiting the capacity for the public to express and to give com comment and grievance or comment and appreciation of the work of the council in that regard. Now, I don't think that that necessarily amounts to a, a actionable First Amendment you know, infringement necessarily, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how city attorney Brian Head talks about that issue, how the council questions it, and some of that discussion that comes back and forth, just to see where they, if they, if they I think it would be useful if the council has a conversation about that, um, where they address those concerns in, in, a, in a forum where the, it can be seen and, and, and really do that, and not just have it come through and bang, rubber stamp it out. I agree with you all there. I'm ready for this conversation. It's going to be a good one for, for them to have and for them to have in an open forum so that, so that voters and residents can, can see and hear that conversation and really, and really know how they're going to be able to voice their opinions in front of the council. Let's move on to the next thing, Jason. Um, it's another, this is just a little housekeeping thing. Um, an ordinance that's going to let the mayor have up until the day of a meeting to rearrange the order of the weekly council agendas. Just a, I think that is strictly a management housekeeping thing. We are one step away from a totalitarian government. All right, I can't even fake this one. Sorry, I just can't. I have to apologize. That's a, no, it, it is purely, there's some bits and pieces in here to rope in some other changes. 
to line up the the order of the agenda, really with the way they've been doing it since the election, since Mayor Baird took over, and and then give the mayor the capacity to shuffle things around ahead of time to make the meeting hopefully go faster and smoother. This is going to be the second week in a row. I'm going to give a little good on you to Mayor Bill Baird. I, I like that he's made an effort since he came into office, really making an effort about time management. I think he's... I think he understands that there were a lot of people, probably even the people sitting on the dais, that were getting a little tired of those lengthy, 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 lengthy council meetings. Absolutely. I'm not sure I emphasize that lengthy point enough. You know, and I think there's a flip side to the, in the big picture of things. I think a lot of the work on a lot of these more controversial things can be done at the committee level, but that's going to require... Uh, some effort on the part of the public to come to those committee levels to give comment, to ask questions, to do that, to, to really push on those things at that level so that then maybe the work can be more efficient at the full council level. And there's still going to be things and we still have public hearings and we still have other things that take time that people have comments for. Um, but, you know, I think getting some of that done as well, which requires public input as well as council input, will help speed us up as they go along, if that is a goal that Mayor Baird would like to continue. I think it's important to note that that first thing we talked about, about the uh, public comments, that, that new ordinance will not affect comments during public hearings. Those are, Correct. Those are a wholly separate thing. Right. So there we go. Um, really, that's, not, that's about all the really even arguably interesting stuff. There's a couple of uh, real estate sales. The city is selling some plots of land. Uh, they're selling one chunk of land to Paragon Star um, in that development for a shade over a million dollars. And then they are selling some three tracks, but all in one basic area, to the Streets of West Prior development, uh, which we did some conversation on their incentive request uh, several weeks ago. And we'll be coming back through the Council and uh, Council and Planning Commission design review process here in the forthcoming month or so. Um, that one's just under three, so the total is just right at uh, $4 million. Which, which is interesting. Which is a convenient number, because that's how much money they agreed to spend last week to buy the rec center at Longfield. Which, I'm going to go back to that discussion. I'm excited about that. I, I don't live on that side of town, but to have a legacy park-type facility on both ends of our town now, that's going to that's gonna be a huge deal, and it'll really, really serve the total population. It's almost like the city is growing and we're making adjustments to deal with that growth. Pretty cool. I know. It's, it's like we live in a cool town, man. That's true. All right. That's really it, man. That's all that's going on this week. Um, go downtown and other places. Um, the weather's been good recently. You should continue to take advantage of it while it lasts. Uh, go out, buy some stuff, do some stuff, have a great time in our great city. I got one other note, Jason, I want to throw in. I just heard this news. So there are now four microbrews in town, right? Or soon to be four. No, there's four. But the newest. I guess we're waiting on one, right? The newest, new Axiom over off of 291, apparently food truck Saturdays. They have been. If you follow their it's Facebook gonna page. It's going to be a regular thing. So if you're looking for something else to do, because follow up on house in downtown is not enough, food truck Saturdays, new Axiom Brewery. 
So you get different beer, new beer, and food from a truck, which may actually be better than food from a restaurant. I don't know if it's going to get you anything, but if you want to say you heard it on Lee Summit Town Hall, try it. We'll see what happens. We'll see if we can make them buy some advertising. All right. That's it, guys. We will see you or talk to you next week here on Lee Summit Town Hall. As always, we are brought to you by our good friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. They got a cool contest going on right now. They do. And, and backing on to your conversation about uh, high school football, many people in this city have a, an active rooting interest in one or more of our local high schools. And now you get a chance to let the world know which one of our lo- five local high schools is your favorite. And if your favorite wins gets the most votes, they're going to get a donation to their booster club. It's the way it works. So you can go in and with some of their new technology, and by the way, can I just note for the record, I didn't know um, before we had Budget Blinds on as a sponsor and they started like tuned us to this, the amount of technology that now goes into blinds and shades. Who knew? Who knew? I thought you just raised them and lowered them and then you picked white ones or brown ones or whatever ones. And So now you choose your design, you choose your color, they print your shades however you want it and they go in your house it's amazing they do it all so what you need to do is you need to go to their facebook page budget blinds of lee summit in overland park vote for your favorite local school lee summit lee summit north lee summit west st michael's academy or summit christian academy get your friends to vote for your favorite and see if you can be the reason your favorite school's booster club wins some money You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall with hosts Jason Norberry and Nick Parker. Catch us every Wednesday at linktoleesummit.com or subscribe to Lee Summit Town Hall on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app.